Welcome to the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. I'm Tori Mystic, here with my dogs, Lucy and Bert. Together, we're interviewing cool, creative women entrepreneurs in the pet industry. Do you dream of working alongside your dog? Then sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode to find the inspiration and resources that will help you grow your own dog-inspired business. In this episode, I'm talking to the dog mom of Mary Evelyn Studio Art. She's an artist I've gotten to know over the past few years, and she's done watercolor portraits of both Lucy and Bert. We talk about how she got into pet portraits, specifically in watercolor, and how she's grown her business to include commissions, workshops, online classes, and collaborations, such as a new illustrated book series. As this episode comes out, Mary Evelyn celebrates Poptober in a series of portraits that you can find on her Instagram account. Mary Evelyn Tucker's dad and grandmother were both talented artists who encouraged her to pursue her artistic endeavors. She has created art most of her life. After the passing of her father in 2014, she challenged herself to paint with watercolors, a medium that her dad had used. She found a style that suited her, and she hasn't looked back. In 2016, after the loss of her beloved pet Ava, Mary Evelyn began producing watercolor pet portraits. She finds pets comforting and enjoyable subjects to paint. Through her adversities, Mary Evelyn has challenged herself to go beyond the image that she sees to capture the essence of a character through each piece of art. Currently, she mainly produces watercolor paintings, but she also creates in a variety of mediums, including graphite, colored pencil, oil, acrylic, and ink. Hi, Mary Evelyn. Hello, Tori. I am so excited to talk to you because I feel like I know you because we um, have have kind of collaborated. You've painted both Lucy and Bert. Oh, yes, um, I, agree. I agree. So I feel like we already know each other. Mm, we do. It's okay. This is how Instagram works. This is how Instagram friends work. You just yes. become, you have, you build a relationship and you just make it work. And one day, hopefully I can come see you and Lucy and Bert in person, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. That would be amazing. You are welcome to visit us anytime. I would love to have you. Um, but that is one of the great things about Instagram. And like your Instagram account always sort of caught my eye. I think that's, I think that I first, we first kind of discovered each other. You painted like a small little portrait, like what, like three by three? Yes. Something. It's a, a mini. That was when yeah. I first released minis. Yes. Yes. And you did this little mini of Lucy with a red bow tie on. Yes. And I was like, okay, I need to buy that immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But since then, I've been been following you on Instagram and you just like do these live videos where you like show yourself painting and it's so amazing. And I've, you you inspired me to break out my watercolors and do some stuff, but I don't know how you do what you do because it is hard. I don't know how I do what I do sometimes too. So just, just know that, that I don't know. I don't have it all together most of the time. <laughs> it feels like watercolor is such a unique medium and it honestly feels like, um, like you almost need like a little bit of magic to make it look amazing. It's really, and I hate to say it like this, but it's really all about timing. It's mm. almost, it's almost like a sport or some type of a gaming thing where you have it down to such a degree of timing and you know, you're waiting for 
a particular paper to absorb the water before you put it on the pigment or certain brushes are going to drop out more water than there's so many like little nuances that it's it, that's kind of how I think of it um, is like a sport almost you just you practice it so much that you know all the timing and that's really what makes the difference oh so, that's very yeah. interesting yeah how did you yeah. how did you first get into this was it just kind of a hobby you were painting your your old dog or um, um how the gist of it it's, the, it's kind of a two-part answer because the watercolor started after my dad died he was a watercolor artist as you read off um so I didn't do watercolor until he had passed away and he had all his watercolor supplies and I was kind of the only serious artist in the family so I took most of it and it took me a little while but I was like you know what I'm just gonna give this a shot see what it's you know see what I'm gonna do with it and actually I'm pretty sure the it was a two it was it was both the things uh, the houses and the dogs were kind of at the same time. I had somebody who wanted a house. I'm like, sure, watercolor, that, that'll be fine. And then I had somebody ask uh, about a dog, I think. And at the time, I was doing oils. I, do, I started in oil. Um, and I did a lot of oil pet portraits where I lived originally for clients. And I think I had done some graphite portraits but I never really thought it would go anywhere. I didn't think pets were that big of a deal, I think. And that was before social media, before I realized kind of how, what the trend was, where that was going. Um, so picked all that up. But watercolor didn't start until end of 2014. And then I just kind of kept progressing it and progressing it. And, um, and I do teach workshops now. We did our first paint-a-pup workshop um, last month at a pet salon. She has a boutique, Chrissy Paws Pet Salon, um, really cute space. And so we did that, and that was a great turnout. And, uh, yeah, it's just, I guess, kind of the to wrap up that answer, it's just all about I just kind of, you know, figured my way through a style because I was really lost for a while. I'm like, I don't know what this is supposed to look like. And then I just figured it out for me. Like, you have to figure out what works for you because if you try to stick with what's told to you, I don't think you're going to like a medium as much. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be watercolor, you know, acrylic, pastel. I feel like if you're following too strict of a guideline, you're not going to enjoy it. So I, I think that kind of answers that question. <laughs> I think it does. Well, I think it's so important. This comes up like in almost every interview. I think it just must be like a pet lover thing, but just being mm -hmm. authentic, you know, and like finding your own style, especially in artwork. I think that if you try to do what you think is going to be like the best seller, but it's not really like who you are, then it's not going to work. Exactly. And my biggest takeaway or biggest, uh, I guess, advice or comment, I'm not sure the wording, uh, I would tell people is if the eyes aren't right, it's not Lucy, it's not Bert, it's just another chocolate lab. That's, it. That's all it comes down to. Um, now, sometimes I don't have the greatest photos, but um, I just don't, I've not ever turned down a commission because of a bad photo. I, that's actually kind of where I started was a client who said an artist had turned her down because the photo was, it was kind of blurry. It was a hard copy and it was actually stuck to a piece of glass. Um, so you had like a triple threat there on quality, but I managed and that was an acrylic 
and she, I mean, she cried over it. She, she was beyond thrilled. And I'm like, you know what? Was the dog like no longer around? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It was like her first dog. And I'm like, you know what, if I can accomplish that, then the sky's the limit. Like there's no (laughs) technology these days, you know, you scan it and you just kind of make the best of it and go from there. Yeah. I actually last summer hosted a paint your pup workshop. Um, and since we're, we're here in Pittsburgh, which is the hometown of Andy Warhol and the Andy Warhol, uh, we did like yeah. a pop art pup painting workshop. Cute. Pop, I love that. Pop your pup. <laughs> I love a good pun. I lo- <laughs> if, if there's not a pun, like next week I have a rabbit workshop and it's like, you know, hop on over for a hair raising time. It's ridiculous. And, oh, I just love good puns. <laughs> I know I do. I, and I think like, that's also one of the benefits of working in the pet industry is that you can just be really cheesy. <laughs> yes. And nobody can judge you for it. I love it. But so at this, at this pet painting workshop, we had, I think like 10 people or so came. Um, and my friend has a, a, like a painting, a painting class kind of studio. And she and her husband are both really great artists. So everyone sent in photos of their dogs ahead of time and they sketched the dogs out and then kind of instructed us all on how to paint them. But it was all about the eyes. So what was really great was that her husband and she, and they had another assistant there who were all such great artists. They came and finished off like the highlights and the eyes for all of us. So everyone's paintings turned out really good, (laughs) even though like what we had done ourselves was like, so, so, um, by like putting those highlights in the eyes and like on the nose and stuff. It just like, it made it look like your dog. It was amazing. Oh, I love hearing about that. I love hearing what other people are doing in workshops. So tell us about your workshops. How, how does that, how do you run that? How's it set up? Um, right now I'm working with Heather over at Prissy Paws Pet Salon. And so she's got her website and I think it's just prissypawspetsalon.com and you go to events. And so you would just sign up under her events, but she's got a space set up specifically for workshops, big table, really nice decor. We've put in a lot of like gold Baroque frames. So it's got, you know, just a really nice feel, chandeliers, all that. And uh, I have like little easels. Um, since we kind of work small, I don't, I haven't ventured out to big pieces or acrylic. We may do an acrylic workshop. I'd like to at some point. Um, but so far it's been watercolor just cause that's what I'm comfortable with right now. And so we did eight by tens and I just, I had, I have a friend Shelby who comes and helps me with workshops. Um, she's kind of up and coming with her skill in watercolor. And so she's been helping me kind of manage that a little bit. Um, I don't have too many workshops under my belt because I keep getting sidetracked with commissions, <laughs> but um, it's something that, yeah, I want to continue and hopefully get better at eventually. <laughs> yeah, I want you to teach an online one so that I can learn. Oh, yes. And I actually am doing, did I tell you I do Skillshare? Skillshare.com. Actually, yeah, we did yeah. talk about this. Okay, well, I can send you a link at some point. You can get a couple months free if you sign up for a premium membership. Um, I have, I only have two videos up right now, but I have a pumpkin, how to paint a pumpkin, which has some useful information on, you know, just the basic watercolor techniques. And then I have a how to paint dog noses. So I have two uh, front view and a side view of a dog nose, and I'm going to add eyes eventually. That's the next video will come mm-hmm. out. Will be 
will be dog. I, well, it's my dog. I'm not biased at all. Um, she's just available. <laughs> so it'll be her eyes, but it, it's, it's the same principles with most dogs, not all dogs, just most dogs. The principle of the eye is very similar. Um, and so I hope to kind of bring some insight into how to do that without it being overwhelming. Cause I think, yeah. I don't, I don't think I should give out too much information because then I think people just, it's so much. No, no. I think that's a really great idea because painting an entire dog face sounds really intimidating to me, but painting like just a bunch of noses and then a bunch of eyes and then kind of like figuring out what goes in between all of it later. Yeah. It sounds yes. more, more approachable. Yes. Yes. And I hope to do then instill a third video probably with like more, here's some different fur textures. Um, and those videos are out there. You know, anybody can go look, you know, YouTube or even just in Skillshare and find videos. But I, I feel like, you know, we each have our own audience. People are going to gravitate towards what they like. And then if they like the personality of the person, then they're like, I want to watch a video. You know, I've definitely followed some artists where I'm like, gosh, I love their work. And then I watch their workshop and their workshops are brilliant. But I fall asleep because I just, it's just, I can't, I can't, I'm like, there's something about certain people or so if you're not engaged with that person, then uh, yeah, it makes all the difference in the world. It's like podcasts. If people yeah. aren't enjoying the, you know, the host or whoever's talking or the subject, it, it, it gravitates. It's, it's just one of those things. So you have your audience. I have my audience and they're going to, they're going to follow with what you do. So I agree. I and I, and I think it's like so interesting to point out just like, you know, teaching and like share, I mean, it's called skill share, but like sharing mm -hmm. your skills. Um, and, you know, I think I'm, I'm seeing that as like such a trend, you know, there's mm -hmm. like, um, so many, especially in the dog industry, there's, um, dogly.com is launching this whole like information portal, um, with experts and stuff. And then okay. there's like, um, Nicole Begley is a pet photographer and now she has online classes and does these like amazing on or in-person workshops all over the place. And it's just like, it's so, it's such like a cool extension of your business. And, you know, it's just, it's really neat to see what everyone's doing. And I think that's so cool. Like I teach people how to do social media, um, but for you to teach people how to paint like a dog nose, um, we all can have like our own little niche. Yes, exactly. And they pair, you know, I want to know how to make media and then you need to know how to paint a pet. And so it's, it's just a great mix. It's hard to find dog mom gear that fits in with the rest of your style. I love my dogs, but I don't want paw prints on everything I own. The Wear Wag Repeat Shop is full of artist-designed apparel, handmade accessories for you and your dog, and stylish gifts for the dog-obsessed. Best-selling products from the Wear Wag Repeat Shop, like our Puppy Breath Candle, have been featured on blogs like Proud Dog Mom and The Daily Dog Tag. Your dog is already spoiled, so treat yourself. Get 15% off your first order when you visit shop.wearwagrepeat.com and use promo code PODCAST. That's shop.wearwagrepeat.com, promo code PODCAST. Okay, so kind of like related to this a little bit, but um, you, you talked about how you do a lot of commission work. So how do people find you? How do you get customers for that kind of stuff? 
Well, it's interesting. A lot of people that talk to me in person are like, oh, you, you know, do you show your stuff here locally? And I honestly have very little local orders. It's all online. I have an Etsy shop, uh, Mary Evelyn Studio Art. And that's pretty much across all meet branches of, of everything, Instagram, Facebook, um, and then Etsy. I'm really not branched out into Twitch or any of the other uh, accounts yet. But Instagram has been, has been a great, you know, asset to my company as far as, you know, if I want to sell more watercolors, like 8 by 10 watercolor paintings, um, I just do a live on them. and you know, people are like, Oh, I didn't, you know, some people are like, Oh, I didn't know you did this. Or if I want to show oil or acrylic or something, um, I just do a live for that. And then that kind of sparks people's interest. Well, I think how you do it is really smart because it like, you're, it's not salesy. You don't go on there saying it's not like QVC mm -hmm. and you're like, buy this thing. You just kind of like show what you do and what you do is so special that people say, I want to have that. Exactly. And I, I love that. I'm like, if people want it, they're going to message me. They're going to ask questions. Um, and I love working with so many different people. I mean, you've been a great, you know, friend as far as showing off artwork. Um, I'm working with a gal. It's Positively Golden Boutique. She does bandanas and collars and things. Um, she's about to open up a line of products like, you know, mugs and t-shirts and things where she has all these different dog models, you know, a beagle and a golden retriever. And she has two golden retrievers. Um, they're beautiful dogs. I'm friends and, with her too, actually. <gasps> are you Brittany? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So I'm doing artwork for her, for her to launch that new line of products. So she's going to have like a Corgi and she, you know, found all these models and with permission and all that. And and she's going to, of course, you know, gift them. I don't, they don't know this yet, but they're getting a gift, a thank you gift. Um, so yeah, I've done a Corgi, a Beagle, her, one of her dogs, Kaya, I believe. And then I'm doing a Husky is next. So stuff like that is great. And then there's another gal I'm working with called the Little Husky Shop. She does t-shirts and she's actually only three hours north of me here in the same state. And, um, I'm going to do line work for her for t-shirts. So like just digital sketches so that she can use them on t-shirts. And she's also been really great. She's been helping Susan and I, Susan's the author of the book that I'm illustrating. And we yeah, have t-shirts. Tell us, tell us about this. Yeah. Book. Well, we have merch. We have merch right now. Like Ooh. we have t-shirts. Yeah. There are t-shirts. Um, her accounts, it's living with Cooper on Facebook and then it's growing up Cooper. And if you can imagine underscores, so growing uh -huh. underscore Cooper, yeah, growing up. Yeah. Anyway, on Instagram, uh, her Facebook's a little more active than Instagram, but I think she's pretty good about both platforms. Um, so like last night we had a vote on the cover because I couldn't decide if we wanted to have green in the background or white in the background. Well, everybody gravitated towards green by a landslide. I was like, I'm so glad we voted because I love the white but I'm not a kid and I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I don't have kids. So I'm like, okay, I need everybody else's opinion on this. Um, so this book that's coming out, the adventures of Cooper, a Basset Hound story. So it's basically his origin story as far as when he was a puppy. And then when his now, I, I don't know, I guess you'd say, you know, brother came and picked him out um, from all the other puppies and um, just him getting into trouble and, you know, just being a little troublemaker 
and so I'm just trying to think it's really, it's really just an origin story. And so then the next one will be just like a little adventure, you know, as far as what I don't want to give away too much because yes, don't no spoilers, no spoilers. That's so that's all I can say. Really. It's just an origin story um, with some cute fun things in between. And it's a 24 page. So I illustrated 24 pages. Um, and yeah, I just, that was an interesting process. And like I said, the publisher has it. Uh, he was thrilled with everything. And so I'm, so I'm just interested like, in like the whole book process. Like, did you just work directly with the author? She, or did the publisher have a lot no, of for you? No, I worked with the author because she's from my hometown. Well, not hometown, but we lived in her town for five years. So one of her friends I did some work for. And she had been talking to her friend about looking for an illustrator. And then, of course, her friend was like, oh, I know this, this gal, Mary Evelyn. You know, you should call her. And so she reached out to me. And then we set up a phone call. You know, she kind of told me her situation. I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's give it a go. See how it, how it is. And then she's like, oh, I have three more books for you after this. I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's get the first one done. And then we'll, we'll work on the next one. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'm trying not to be. I'm one of those people. I'm not, I don't want to be too over the top excited, but I'm, I think inside I'm, I'm pretty, pretty happy with, with I think what's it's happening. Cool. Where's the book going to be sold? Well, that's what we're not entirely sure about. She knows, she knows you'll be able to get it on Amazon. That's coming. So, mm-hmm. and she was told that the publisher has other vendors. She wasn't told where. So that part I'm kind of like, Ooh, we can get, you know, in a store somewhere. I'll be, thrilled and so I know I'm going to go out to Georgia at some point when the book is available I think we'll probably do like a book signing um and then I'll we'll carry some books at Percy Paws the boutique we'll carry those there and probably some t-shirts as well um in the salon so yeah Yeah. so it's like tell talk a little bit of like what's this so t-shirts what what other kind of swag is there that kind of goes um we're gonna have bandanas she's already got bandanas and you did the artwork Um, for the bandanas yes oh yeah all the artwork is from the books yeah so it's all my artwork on the t-shirts the bandanas she's going to be opening a store i think it's going to be called cooper and company um on etsy yeah super exciting and she wants to have like other products i'm not sure what kind but you know maybe even kind of like you had your note like your your little notes um booklets and different things like mugs and i don't know what kind of merchandise yet but i know she wants to expand and i will go ahead and tease that we are going to be gearing up for christmas so there's going to be like cooper with santa hat or like lights around him we're gonna have cards and things like that and probably some more t-shirts because I know she wants to do a Halloween one and a fall one and a Christmas one. That's so, so fun. So <laughs> how, how far in advance do you usually, because I know you do special stuff in like October and you do special yes. Christmas stuff. How far in advance do you work on things? It's, it's bumped up from year to year. So this is going into my fifth year or fourth. Fifth, yeah, I think fifth year of my shop. So like the first year, it was like November you know, Oh, no big deal. November. Then the next year was October. As last year I was getting orders end of September. So this year I'm just kind of anticipating September on sort of thing. So I will probably just let people know if it's for Christmas, please let me know. So I'm not having to rush, um, you know, right away. Cause I'll still take on orders, but it also depends on these other books. So if I'm committed to a few more books, I may not be able to take as many commissions this year as I'd like but that's okay. I'm not too worried. I just, 
it's one of the, I've got to figure out a balancing act for that <laughs> and the other things I want to offer. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell, tell us a little bit, like, give us a little teaser. Cause when this episode comes out, it'll be early October. So if you're yes. listening to this now, you're in the future. <laughs> you're welcome to the future. This is what it, this is what it sounds like. <laughs> So give us a little teaser of, oh of what's to come for you for, for the holidays. Are you working yeah. on special I would, products? Would, I would say um, in October, my goal is to have Puptober. I did this last year, and all it was is I had people submit um, their photos for a chance to be featured. And Tori, you sent in a picture of Bert, Bert yeah. because you had to have one. We had Lucy already, so I was like, of course you have to do this. And I promise I wasn't biased as to picking you, but I was. Um, <laughs> well, so. so you did this amazing portrait of Lucy like two years ago or something. Yeah. Um, and it's eight by 10. And then you, yeah. now I have like the coordinating one of Bert and they're just so beautiful together. But I bought a frame for the Lucy one at like TJ Maxx or something. And, you know, you can like never find that same thing ever again at TJ Maxx. So. No. I need to go out and go buy two new frames that are matching so I can like uh, next to each other. Um, Cause right now, well, I'll do some like lives and stuff. I, I set up this one corner of my dining room kind of area as my shop. Um, and I have both of the portraits in there, like amongst Aww. my inventory, like merchandised in it. Uh, so I love it. The dogs can look over, it. look over everything. Um, but yeah, anyhow, yes. <laughs> I love it. So yeah. And then you get a discount on the, on the pricing if you're featured, cause it's just allowing me to use your, your dog for advertising. Um, I think this year I'll probably include a thing on the email just saying, you know, if you submit, you agree to allow me to make prints if I want, if I so choose to make prints. Cause sometimes I'm like, I have nothing really to show because it's all commission work. You know, like I can't really sell anything or put them on cards. So I think this year it's going to be an exception. There's going to be like, you go into this knowing that you could potentially have a reprint, like you could have it on a card or, but I don't know. I don't want to take away the specialness of it either. So there's No, I think you should do that because the first portrait that you did of Lucy, um, that is available as a Yes. And yeah. I've seen it hanging in people's like nurseries. And I just, I yes. think that is like really cool. I love it. And so that's what I'm going to be doing with um, Brittany's pieces, the Positively Golden Boutique. Um, I have, the, we agreed that I could make prints. So those will hopefully be either available in my shop or just in that salon here locally. Um, okay. So the other thing that I'm hoping to do again, barring commissions and books um, is uh, are ornaments. Uh, so those are hand-painted custom ornaments. They're hand-cut. I work with a gentleman um, that works. He does scroll saw cutting. And so he cuts the shapes. Like I go in and Photoshop and outline the dog or the cat. I did many cats last year. Um, so I did cut them and I mount watercolor paper to them, cut that out to fit the shape. And then, so it's watercolor and then they're hand painted and you get a hook on them. You get a choice between silver, rose gold or gold. I think those are my options. And then, um, and those will probably retail for about, I want to say probably between 38 and 45 this year, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Well, they sound so. like awesome to have, but then also to give as a gift to somebody. Yes. And I had that happen with both on both accounts. People were like, I have to have these for myself. 
And then some people were just like, I have to get this. And there's plenty of space on the back. They usually range anywhere from four or five inches. I think I maybe up to six inches, which is still manageable. It's not huge. It's not going to take over your tree, but there's plenty of space on the back to write a note. So if it's for somebody or you just want to remember that year, write a note on the back, just make it extra personal. Yeah. yeah. And they're var and they're varnished. So they're varnished on the front. So if you get water on them or anything, um, yeah, it shouldn't hurt them. And then it's like a keepsake for life. Exactly. Exactly. So we cannot yeah. end this conversation without talking no. about your Hopefully that'll be coming. Uh, oh. oh yeah, we can. Um, she's, she's actually scratching at the door right now. Mm-hmm. In. Um, she, her name's Thea and we rescued her from rescue one in Springfield, Missouri. Um, she was about, I think she was six, six or eight months old. I don't remember exactly. Um, but her birthday is in August is what they told me. So she'll be two in like a couple weeks actually. And I took her to, I tried to take her to all the training classes that I could at Petco, trying to be a good, you know, dog owner, dog mom, (laughs) best I could. And uh, so she's got a little mind of her own, but, but we, she's fun. She's about 40 pounds. She's mostly white with two big brown spots on her back. We call them new cow spots because that's her relatives or cows apparently. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Really? No. (laughs) Her DNA test came back cow. Yeah. Yeah. We just always like it when we pass a pasture and you see the big brown spots on the cows. I'm like, you have moo cow spots. I know that's childish, but it's hilarious because it's just what we think. Um, yeah, so she's fun. I like her. She's, she's, uh, yeah, she's an interesting dog for sure. But yeah, our first dog, I never did any kind of training with. So I was like bound and determined to make sure she (laughs) had some proper training. Yeah, Yeah. I think it makes such a difference. I think it like makes life more enjoyable for you and your dog if they exactly mm-hmm. yes yes so yeah so we're just one little little happy family one little happy artsy family <laughs> yeah she critiques my art she secretly judges everything I do so you know there's that <laughs> they, they can be very judgy yes they can <laughs> well um before we wrap everything up here, tell everyone where they can find you online um, since it is never too early to think about. No, it's not. And I have people already thinking about Christmas, which is smart. I, I hate that we have to do it that way. But if you want art from me, you have to do it that way. I'm going to try to suggest some artists this year if I can, like some that I really think highly of, like if they're not as busy as I am, I'm really, I'm going to try my best to recommend other artists. Like once I, I book. That is so awesome. Yeah. And like community yeah. over competition, like Correct. We can all share a little list of each other. Yes. Cause if I can't fulfill an order, why not pass it on to somebody? And then I would hope people would trust my, you know, suggestion and say, okay, I'll do that. So I will, I'm going to try that on, on Instagram, social media, hopefully soon. So it would be www.mestudioart.com is my website. So it's just, but my, my company name is Mary Evelyn Studio Art. You can find that on Etsy, Facebook, Instagram. Um, and like Tori said, I like to hop on there and do live. So you can always jump on when I'm doing a live, turn on that notification. So you don't miss when I go live and then you can just ask me questions in real time. And I love that. I love and talking. It's almost like watching one of those ASMR things. Like it is very yeah. relaxing. Yes. Oh, can you imagine if I did graphite? That would probably be super satisfying. 
Yeah. <laughs> or pastel. <gasps> Ooh, pastel makes a very fun noise. I love yeah. the sound. <laughs> well, you're going to go viral with ASMR videos. <laughs> oh my gosh. I never thought about that like that. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Good insight. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been so fun talking to you. Thank you, Mary Evelyn. Thank you, Tori. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you for listening to the Wear Wag Repeat podcast. You can fetch show notes at wearwagrepeat.com. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And until next time, we'll see you around the dog park.